Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Life Rewired podcast, and thank you guys for joining us on this Sunday, February the 27th. Today, we're going to be talking all about proper sleep and recovery and how you guys can optimize these aspects of your lives. But before we begin, this podcast is brought to you by Visionary Meals. Visionary Meals is a local meal prepping service in Columbus, Ohio, and we love this specific service because they allow you to configure your meals to your specific calories and macros as well as customize your own meals in general. On top of that, you guys know that protein is one of the most important macronutrients that we can consume, and Visionary does a great job of allowing you to add upwards of 8 to 10 ounces of protein per meal. You know, most other meal prepping services cap their protein amounts at about 4 to 6 ounces, so for our high-protein eaters out there, which should be a lot of you out there, um, this is definitely one of the most important aspects of using this meal prepping service. So if you guys use our code RELENTLESSTRAINING10, you'll get 10% off of your entire order. This podcast is also brought to you by the Relentless Training mobile app. With the monthly app subscription, you guys get access to daily on-demand workouts from six completely different training programs, including strength and conditioning, high-intensity interval strength training, power building, cross-training, bodybuilding, and body weight only. And as well as you you guys getting access to all six of these programs, you can also utilize the hundreds of past workouts in the exercise and workout library. And for our listeners only, you guys will get $10 off the life of your subscription using code LIFEREWIRED10. And lastly, our people at Athletic Greens, we believe that Athletic Greens is the simplest way to get all of the necessary daily vitamins and minerals in just one scoop. On top of that, you guys are getting the antioxidant level of 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables. And not many of us have the ability to get that amount of servings in a given day. And so this is just a really easy way to fill in the gaps. And with our partner offer, you guys can get five free travel packs and a one-year supply of vitamin D and K2 with your order of Athletic Greens. So we'll make sure to include all the discount codes for the three of the um, sponsors mentioned in there. But you know, on to today's episode, like I kind of discussed in the intro, we are going to be talking about everything sleep and recovery and how you guys can optimize this, this part of your lives. That's right. And obviously with us being personal trainers and also we have fitness goals of our own for performance strength, you know, we have weight loss goals, whatever that may be. We know how big of an impact sleep and recovery play into that. So before we dive in, we definitely want to credit Precision Nutrition. I'm certified through PN and they have amazing resources and a lot of today's episode, the statistics and the nitty gritty is from their website. So I want to give them that credit, but I like a way I like to kind of relate this to my clients is we use our iPhones all day long, every single day, all day long. And when we wake up in the morning, our phone is fully charged. When we go to bed, it's on like 5% probably. And the same goes for us. So you drain your battery on your phone all day long, you recharge it at night, and we have to do the same things for our bodies. If we don't, it leads to burnout. It leads to many things we're going to talk about in today's episode. But one huge you know, thing I want to get across is that more than one-third of the adults get fewer than seven hours of sleep each night, which is actually the minimum needed to keep your risk at health problems in check, to properly recover from your workouts, from everyday life. And we'll talk about how we track our sleep and whatnot, but if you have any kind of weight loss goal, I kind of like to relate it to this. If there's a version of you that gets five hours of sleep, a version of you that gets seven hours of sleep, same macros, same water intake, same training cardio, program. same training program. The version of you that gets seven hours of sleep will see more weight loss, higher strength levels, higher recovery. So you're literally holding yourself back from all this progress you're looking for 
by not getting two hours more of sleep. And it's crazy how much of a difference it makes since we've begun to prioritize sleep and made our clients prioritize sleep too. So, you know, during sleep, a lot of important things happen. Your body restores, it rebuilds, it lowers a ton of inflammatory issues that happen in your body. And inflammation is like one of the worst things for your body. A lot of you, you know, you may think it's like a lot of weight you have to lose. Some of it's inflammation. Most of it is fat loss, but sleep can help improve both. And it also helps boost your recovery hormones, especially for females. If you have any hormonal issues, sleep and stress are something you really want to prioritize. And we prioritize our sleep through many different areas. And we'll kind of dive into that now. But if you listen to our q and I think in part one, we talked about, yeah, it was the very first question about how we use the WHOOP and Aura data to improve our training, improve our sleep. So I'll let Z take it from here and explain how he uses his data and kind of the habits that have improved his sleep. Yeah, absolutely. And before, you know, I kind of dive into that even, um, you know, Christina just touched on a lot of really good stuff. And I think for a lot of you guys out there who, you know, you might be like, oh, you know, I I feel good. Um, But a lot of these things we're telling you are going to help you guys feel great. And you really just don't know until you know. Um, And what I mean by that is before we started really prioritizing and optimizing our sleep and recovery, you know, we always generally thought we felt good. Um, But now that we really have prioritized it, you can reflect back on your old habits and with the new and really start to realize how much better you feel. And that's that's what we're talking about at the end of the day, guys. Yes, a lot of this is going to impact, you know, performance, how you do in the gym, how you look aesthetically. But at the the most crucial thing that this is going to help you with is just feel good. We want you guys to feel your best. And when you feel your best, you're going to perform your best. You're going to look your best. They all play together all in one. And so we want to talk about all those things. But yeah, the talk kind of about the whoop and the data that I've gotten from that. I do know that this has been crucial for me. I know beforehand, you know, when I had an Apple Watch or a Fitbit, I didn't really utilize you know, the, the sleep data, the recovery data, as much as I do now with the whoop. And I would, I will definitely credit the whoop. It is by far, in my opinion, the best fitness tracker when it comes to sleep and recovery, just because of the level of specificity behind the data that it does give you. So, you know, I just pulled up literally my sleep from last night and I want to walk through obviously some of the data points that it gives, because I know that utilizing the whoop has actually really forced me to prioritize these things in my life. I know before when I wasn't wearing the whoop, I was so mentally drained, so, you know, foggy, burnt out, um, irritable, you name it. Um, because I obviously have a very demanding, you know, work, um, work schedule and balancing that out with the, with the everyday life and every, everything else that I have going on, it can become difficult and it can be hard to, you know, prioritize your sleep and your recovery. A lot of the things we're going to be talking about today. And I know a lot of you guys out there are probably, you know, feeling the same way. It's like very, very difficult to make these things a priority consciously, especially when you do have work, you know, relationships, social lives, everything in between. It, it becomes really difficult, but, you know, some things that I love about the whoop that it gives you is it does give you, you know, the exact number of sleep, number out, number of hours of sleep per day, per night that you guys get. Um, and I love this because you do not have to like say, Hey, I'm going to bed. You don't have to prompt it. It literally picks up on, you know, your heart rate and everything like that in order to tell when it is exactly when you fall asleep versus when you wake up. So it, it is very, very accurate when it comes to the hour you fall asleep to literally the minute that you wake up. So really like that, um, first and foremost, because you obviously don't have to go in physically and press, you know, 
I'm falling asleep now or I fell asleep at this time. It really just picks it up organically and it gives you your overall time in bed. So all stages of sleep, how many hours or minutes you were awake, how many hours or minutes you were in light sleep, REM sleep, and deep sleep. So a lot of the sleep performance score that the WHOOP gives you is predicated off of you know how much quality REM sleep or deep sleep you got in that night versus the light or even the times that you were awake, which it indicates as disturbances. So it'll actually literally pick up without you even maybe even being awake, it'll pick up the small split second times throughout the night that you were either disturbed or awake or restless. When the dogs jump up in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> things like that. So again, you might not even be aware of these times, but it picks it up for you and it tells you, you know, your sleep efficiency, your respiratory rate, which really just measures the uh, the number of resp- respirations per minute. Um, so this obviously plays into your sleep and the quality of sleep and then your latency. So, you know, how long it takes for you to fall asleep. And I would... Your latency is non-existent. You'll be like, hey, I'm going to go to sleep and you are literally out in <laughs> yeah. seconds. But mine does that too. And it's crazy how your latency actually shows how exhausted you are from the day. Mine's always like, watch out, alert. Your latency is like mm-hmm. very low. And that typically means like your body was so ready for sleep that... As soon as you hit the pelt, it fell asleep. Yeah, 100%. And I would say, you know, one of the biggest eye-opening things is definitely probably when we drink alcohol, it it makes a huge, it, it really just impacts the overall recovery. I know that like the respiratory rate, for example, is something that really spikes because the alcohol impacts, you know, your breathing, your restlessness and things like that throughout the night. Also just the quality of sleep. So Every morning, you'll get your recovery score from the prior day, which cross-references you know, your strain, so your activity levels with your quality of sleep, and it'll give you that recovery score. So you know, for the whoop, you'll either be in red, which means you did not get good recovery, or you'll be in yellow, which is average, and then green is optimal. So again, I really have found you know, that the whoop has challenged me and you know even forced me to a degree to really prioritize sleep. I know beforehand I would get, you know, say I'd get four or five hours, I would kind of blow it off. I wouldn't really think about it. Um, but I know for a fact if I'm not getting, you know, seven plus hours of sleep per night, my whoop will without a doubt be in the red. So it has definitely really, really pushed me to be more intentional, um, be more habitual about my routine, my nightly routine, my morning routine just so I can feel my best. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I obviously have you know performance goals myself, I have aesthetic goals myself, you know, which are kind of bonus, but the main thing that this impacts is how I feel, you know, both mentally, with my mood, um, just with my energy levels, everything in between. So I have definitely found that the whoop has been tremendous. It's definitely, like I said, I've used all fitness trackers in the past, the, the you know Fitbits, the Apple Watches, things like that. And while, you know, on the previous podcast, we talked about some discrepancies with, you know, caloric burn and things like that, I would say the sleep and recovery component of the whoop is the most accurate I've seen. And I know Christina's aura ring does a really good job as well. So she can kind of, you know, dive into more of that. But and we're going to talk about how these things have helped us build a routine later on. But we just want to give you kind of a rundown of, you know, our reviews of these specific tools that we like to use, because honestly, without them, we would have no idea. Yeah, it changed the game so much for us and something that I wanted to mention 
is with us having Fitbits and Apple Watches in the past, their battery life is so oh, low yeah. that you have Good to charge call. it every night. So you actually don't get any of the sleep data. No. You can use your like health app on your iPhone, but that's like when you plug your phone in, it thinks you're asleep. So it's very inaccurate. That so, is true. Like the whoop, you have it on, like I never take the whoop off. So it, it actually comes with a portable charger. It's like a little cube that you charge and then you just slap it on the whoop. And I'm not kidding you. And like... 10 minutes or less the thing's totally charged and it'll last me like the charge on the whoop is fascinating it'll literally last me like three days yeah days and apple watches and fitbits die like before you even hit the pillow sometimes but for me the aura ring the battery life on that is like five or six days and i just put it on the charger when i'm like working like when i know I'm, i'm like not one to waste steps so if i know i'm not getting steps in i'll charge it during that time like when i'm working or on calls or like doing a podcast or something so the battery life on this lasts a long time so i can wear it when i sleep and then another thing i wanted to mention really quick is like how much sleep we got last night did you notice yeah nine 0.47 hours so like almost 10 hours of sleep on a friday night so if that doesn't tell you the kind of lifestyle we live on the weekends then i don't know what does (laughs) but anyways the aura ring what i love about it is i can wear it to sleep it does not die very often and it helps me to just see what factors impact my sleep so like zach said when we have alcohol it really impacts my recovery there was one night where i drank i still went to bed early but my recovery on a normal basis it gauges your mental and physical readiness on the aura ring which i love because i have to be very mentally on all day long and it will straight up tell me like you are not mentally ready or physically ready today so take it a little bit easier and i'm like mm-hmm. okay what did i do last night that caused me to get poor re- recovery and readiness for the day and mostly it's alcohol or that we didn't take CBD. So when we run out of CBD, it does make a huge difference, and we'll talk more about that later on. But CBD has been something that's helped us sleep like all of quarantine, all of you know the past two years. We've like rarely go without it unless we aren't like stocked up. So that improves my sleep and readiness so much. But also like a consistent nighttime routine, and we'll talk about you know our sleep habits and routines later on in the episode when we get into like the tips. But For me, I was someone who was very burnt out all the time mentally. And with my training, I would never know when to like slow down or like take a rest day. But this, you know, tracking on my aura ring and the current training program I'm on, it just really helps me to properly recover versus going like seven days a week, you know, not caring about sleep. I would stay up really late, wake up at 5 a.m. to train clients and like take naps during the day. So my productivity was down. My mood was down. I was just very irritable and just like, my hormones were all over the place. So since I have prioritized sleep, my training has become so much better. My work career has also flourished and then also my hormones. So ladies listening, your sleep plays a massive role in your stress levels and hormones. So please, please, please prioritize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next we're going to go into like the importance of sleep. Obviously we're talking about what an importance, importance it is for us, but just kind of going into like every area of your life. Obviously we're fitness coaches we care about you know the weight loss the recovery the performance the strength but there's a lot of areas that sleep impacts we're going to go through them one by one yeah so first guys really mentally is what you know the impact sleep has on on just everything when it comes to brain fog confusion forgetfulness irritability it can impact those things greatly um so getting that quality sleep is going to really help mitigate feelings of confusion when you know you're trying to get important tasks done that day you're really trying to stay locked in you're trying to keep those energy levels up but you know you're just feeling kind of dead you're feeling kind of just foggy you're not able to really lock in um that can obviously be a huge 
um, ramification for lack of sleep. I know that that's something that, you know, like Christina said, we, we tend to be or try to be, you know, high performers throughout the week. And that's the first thing I can notice if I'm not taking care of my sleep, I'm not prioritizing it. I can definitely start to tell, you know, from a mental capacity standpoint, it really starts to diminish. I'm not as on, you know, I, I get ir- a little bit more irritable. You know, the little things always end up bothering you a little bit more than, <laughs> than they do. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so the impact mentally is really substantial. And again, this always falls back on you really just don't know until you know. So if you are someone who kind of operates on lack of sleep, you know, that's kind of just become your norm. You know, you feeling a little bit of brain fog, feeling a little forgetful or feeling a little bit irritable from time to time. That's kind of just become your, your new normal. So, you know, I definitely encourage a lot of you guys to really start to take advantage of utilizing that sleep to help mitigate some of those things that might be going on mentally in your life. And you're going to notice a significant difference. It's like we keep saying, you know, I, Back when, you know, I wasn't prioritizing this, these were things that were very common in my life. So again, anytime we talk about these things, it really does stem from things that, you know, we used to do or how we used to, you know, treat our sleep and our habits. And now, you know, we're on the flip side where we really do try to prioritize those things and we see the benefits of them. So night and day mentally when it comes to prioritizing the sleep um, and you can really set your guys' selves up for success in your work um, and you're just day to day to to really perform at a high level and be on it all the time when you're when you're really prioritizing how the quality of sleep and the amount of sleep that you are getting Mm -hmm. and kind of to go hand in hand with your mental health and just how you're feeling mentally your mood is also heavily impacted by your sleep if you're someone who's you know your emotions are all over the place you can't convey your emotions or you're someone who uses the excuse of like lacking motivation to work out this ties into like your mood and how heavily it's impacted by your sleep. If you're someone who's always unmotivated just in life to get up early and go to the gym, first of all, you cannot rely on motivation. We're not the type of people that are motivated. We're just disciplined to get stuff done, but it wasn't always that way. You know, in the beginning of your fitness journey, you may rely on motivation to get up and work out and eat healthy, and that's heavily tied to your mood. And another thing that dramatically impacts your fitness goals is stress levels. When your cortisol levels are high, your body will not lose fat as easily. If your stress levels are managed, your cortisol levels are down, and that ties into your mood. Like all your mood regulations are tied to your sleep. That's why when my aura ring kind of gets a hint of like lower sleep, it automatically tells me I will not be ready for what my day is com- what's coming my way because I'll respond to things way differently. I know with managing stress levels and getting proper sleep, it's impacted how I respond to things. So like think about a day where like you get proper sleep, you do a consistent morning routine, your stress levels are low. I'll use my flat tire example. I was on my way to the gym, I got a flat tire and I was just like, okay, how can I solve this problem? I'm not going to play what was me or the victim. I'm just going to solve it. Old me, not caring about my sleep, not caring about my stress levels or morning routine, I would have had a meltdown, freaked out. My mood and my emotions would have been all over the place. I would have called my mom crying. But I respond to things differently when I prioritize these healthy habits, and sleep is one of them. So I know after a weekend of, like, drinking or, like, staying up late, Monday morning, like Zach said, will be mentally just not not there. our best selves. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, and, you know, as we get older, we're not even, like, old, but, you know, later we get in our 20s, the more time we need to recover from a weekend of 
quote fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that just brings up a good point because, you know, obviously a lot of you out there listening, you know, we all, we all like to consume alcohol to a certain degree, but it definitely, it's just important to understand the impact that it can have on your life. I think is, is really just the important thing to understand. Like we're not telling you guys, you know, don't ever, don't ever consume alcohol, like restrict yourself from ever doing it. Just be aware of it. Um, and for those of you out there who do utilize a whoop or a fitness tracker, you'll see the impact because, you know, for a lot of you, you might think, you know, having a, glass of wine at night or having a drink at night helps you sleep. Yeah, it might help you, you know, fall asleep, but it's that quality of sleep that matters most. That's it's really comes down to the quality um, that impacts these various different things that we're describing right now, which, you know, your immune system is a major one. That's another point we wanted to touch on. You know, if you guys, you know, if your quality of sleep is low, your overall sleep time is low, you're going to be more vulnerable to sicknesses, um, you know, risk of having more inflammatory related illnesses. So, these are also very, um, you know, important health factors to, to consider, you know, when wanting to prioritize sleep, you know, your immunity plays a huge role in that. So definitely focusing on, you know, the quality of sleep, the hours of sleep, but most importantly, quality when it comes to, you know, really creating a bulletproof immune system. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, now more than ever, you know, your immune system holds you back from a lot of things in life. If you're not able to, if you're so sick, you can't even get to the gym then your fitness goals are also going to be impacted. And the next one is weight loss goals. Obviously, it disrupts your appetite. When you have low sleep or low quality sleep, think about like, and once again, we're not knocking on like drinking. We still drink. We just have that balance because we know how much it impacts our daily life. But if you go out one night and you get low sleep, you wake up the next day and you want comfort food. You want fast food. You want those like foods, soul foods, I will say, because um, your appetite is not regulated and it causes you to be hungrier because you lack sleep. So if you're somebody who cannot hit their macros or you can't evenly space out your macros because your breakfast is a thousand calories because you were craving a, you know, fast food thing. It can't even like come, one can't come to mind because I don't <laughs> eat fast food anymore, but you basically, Pizza. yeah. You won't be able to space your calories out evenly because you are constantly hungry and it leads to increased calorie intake. Obviously, if you're trying to be in a calorie deficit, it's really important to be cognizant of your calorie intake, spacing your calories out evenly. But if your hunger levels are so high, you can't even hit your calorie goal, you're going to be in a surplus most of the time. So your body fat will be impacted by your sleep significantly. And I actually read on Precision Nutrition that your sleep is impacted by your body fat. So if you're someone who has a higher body fat and higher weight, your sleep is impacted heavily. So by lowering your body fat, you can improve your sleep. And by improving your sleep, you can lower your body fat. So all of these things kind of go hand in hand that we're talking about. Yeah, which all really feeds into our last point, which is how, you know, sleep impacts your guys' workouts. So obviously, you know, sleep is going to play a huge role in how you guys perform in your training, specifically from a neurological standpoint, you know, your central nervous system plays a huge role in strength training. And when you aren't getting the right amount of sleep and you guys aren't getting the proper quality sleep, you know, your central nervous system is going to take a hit. You know, you need that sleep to help that help yourself recover from a neurological standpoint so that you can perform in your strength training and in your training in general, because we do know that it'll obviously impact your energy levels, your endurance, you know, how, how long you're able to last and how long you're able to perform during a workout um, and, and everything in between. So make sure that you guys are definitely prioritizing your sleep for your workouts that you're able to perform at a high level and get that central nervous system recovered on a daily basis. Exactly. And before we dive into tips to improve your recovery, let's just talk about how much sleep do you actually need. So everyone's different, obviously, with anything health related, but the vast majority of adults do need between seven and nine hours of sleep, which I will say just like coaching people, what I see on average is like 
four to six hours. Mm -hmm. And that is dramatically impacting, you know, all those areas we just talked about. So now that you know how much sleep you need, just try and get closer and closer, 1% closer, I like to say, to seven hours. And then if you find you do need nine hours, like we got nine, over nine and a half last mm -hmm. night, it just happens sometimes after a long week. So let's go into tips to improve it. Yeah, so making sure you guys wake up at the right time, go to sleep at the right time, plays a huge role. You know, I like to think of your circadian rhythm as, as when, you know, you wake up kind of just on your body clock. Like when, you, when you're so used to going to bed and waking up at the same time, that's your circadian rhythm waking you up. Like some of you know what I'm talking about where you set your alarm for 5 a.m. and, you know, your body wakes you up at 4.58 or you're trying to wake up at 6 and your body wakes you up at, you know, 5.50. It's like that is your body's indicator that it's ready to get up. It's on that sleep clock and it's doing that same amount of sleep day in and day out. So that's that's really how you get into that circadian rhythm and how you keep a consistent sleep schedule, which will drastically impact you know how well you guys do sleep and the quality and quantity um, of your sleep is making sure that you are going to bed and waking up at the right time or at the same time. Yeah, and circadian rhythm also plays into like when the sun rises and goes down too. So if you're someone who works like shift work, it will throw off your circadian rhythm because your body wants to wake with the sun and go to sleep with the sunset. So that's mm -hmm. important to play into as well. We go to sleep super early, which we'll talk about soon. And that's with the sun going down at a certain time. Yeah, and also just avoiding any activities that are going to energize you or get you mentally stimulated before bed. I know a big game changer for me is really trying my best not to get on my phone um, and stimulate my brain and get myself distracted. I really, you know, place the phone away from me. I put it on the windowsill, you know, away. So I'm not constantly on it until I go to bed. That's been a huge game changer for me because I know in the past, you know, I was always on my phone pretty much until the point that I went to bed. And that can obviously drastically impact that latency that we talked about with the whoop and the aura ring. You know, it tracks, you know, how soon you're able to fall asleep as it pertains to when you lay down. And I think that this will play a huge role for a lot of you guys not, you know, getting distracted, you know, having, having the TV on might be fine. You know, if it's low, if it's not super distracting, a something mind, show. a mindless show, um, <laughs> obviously that does play a role in quality to, to an extent, but really just, you guys don't want to do anything super mentally stimulating right before bed. Yeah. Like don't answer like work related messages or like look at the news, like that kind of stuff just like spikes your cortisol levels dramatically. And Highly recommend watching The Office when we go to yeah. sleep. When we're watching a show we're really locked in on, we cannot go to sleep. So if you're someone who's up until 2 in the morning watching Netflix, like turn on a show you do not really care about. Yeah, <laughs> or one that just doesn't. We care about it. But. Yeah, we care about it, but <laughs> one that doesn't force you to be locked in. Yes. <laughs> and just like your guys' nutrition, you know, tracking the sleep and recovery is huge. You know, we talked about, again, the whoops, the aura ring, Fitbit, whatever it may be that you guys utilize, really do your best to track it. And I mean, at the... At the most simplest, in the simplest term, try to just maybe track the amount. So if you guys know that you're getting, you know, around four to five hours, you know about rough, roughly about when you went to bed and when you woke, wake up, um, you know, try to gauge that if you aren't going to use a fitness tracker, but definitely just know that when you use one of these trackers, it's going to help you really prioritize it and get a new sense of, you know, perspective on this matter if you utilize a tracker. And some supplements you could take too if you're somebody who gets poor sleep and you just like cannot wind down. A couple that have helped, you know, clients in my life or just even myself is like magnesium. There's a calm 
magnesium supplement you can take at night. CBD obviously has helped us and we'll link the CBD store we go to in Columbus that has changed our lives. Um, just be mindful of the type of CBD you get depending on your career. Um, and then also ashwagandha, something that lowers stress levels if you need to like wind down a little bit more before bed. Yeah, and also look to limit your guys' caffeine intake. I know that this is something that Christina and I have been really aware of lately. You know, we were kind of overdoing it for a while with getting, you know, four or five, 600 milligrams of caffeine a day. But, you know, a lot of times, a little just tip for any of you out there who do feel like you are consuming a ton of caffeine, a lot of this, you know, can stem from being dehydrated. I know that when I focus on getting a lot of water intake in and I'm making sure that I am staying hydrated throughout the day, I know a drastic, I, I basically realized there's a drastic difference in my energy doing so. And it's not always, you know, the need for caffeine. It, it typically, you know, falls back on me just being a little bit dehydrated. Um, so definitely regulate that caffeine intake especially when you get to like 2 p.m 3 p.m in the day you know if it starts to get into the evening really try to avoid any sort of like high amount of caffeine intake really just save it you know for the morning and try to keep it in that you know two to three hundred what is it about two to four hundred milligrams a day max, yeah. yeah so you want to try to keep it you know 400 milligrams or below yeah very eye-opening when you look at your caffeine intake we've just been tracking a lot of things and that self-awareness is everything because it impacts every area of your life too for sure so, a couple other things that help i know i talked about how you know your body fat impacts your sleep and your sleep impacts your body fat and the same goes for exercise if you exercise regularly you're someone who will get sleepier earlier in the night you'll be more exhausted you know in a good way um to go to bed at a consistent time and then you'll be able to work out more because you are well rested so it's kind of a cycle if you find you're restless at night and you can't fall asleep did you work out that day or something that also impacts it is working out too late. So if you're somebody who works out after work, let's say you're a nurse, you get off at 7 p.m. or you you know work out super close to bedtime, that could also be impacting your sleep heavily. So try and work out before work and that will allow you to get on a proper sleep schedule. The next one, probably Zach's favorite, is to lower the temperature before bed. If you are restless at night and it's too hot, we always turn the air on, even in the winter months a little bit before bed so it has enough time to cool down and according to precision nutrition the ideal temp is 67 degrees love that zach more like 65, 65. <laughs> and i'm a bear i like the hibernate yeah and in football didn't they prioritize this at camp what was the yeah so we actually on so the night before games when we would stay in the hotel you know our strength and performance coaches would always tell us to put the set the thermostat you know 60 60 to 65 degrees you know make it really cold you guys are gonna you, you get more quality sleep that way yeah Another thing that impacts it just like temp um, temperature is darkness. So if you have to sleep during the day because you work a certain shift, you may benefit from getting blackout curtains. We sleep obviously at night and so just turning off like any extra lights will be super helpful and that will help you to get proper sleep or if you're someone who has to sleep during the day, CBD may also help you. And then with the darkness too, even like lights for appliances or like air conditioners and stuff like that can impact your proper sleep so it just impacts the quality essentially is the darkness and the last thing is to just develop a strong nighttime routine and we're going to go into an example of ours when I was starting my coaching business I just remember I would have to train at 5 a.m and I was working a serving job so I'd come home wash my face go straight to bed and be like oh my gosh why can I not wind down like why am I not tired and it's because my body was not on a consistent sleep schedule I'd go to bed at 2 in the morning one night and 8, 8 or 9 p.m the next night and no matter what, I did not have a nighttime routine that helped me wind down. And regardless if it's like an inconsistent time you go to sleep, your nighttime routine will just slowly start to tell your body like, hey, it's time to chill out, it's time to wind down. 
and you'll be able to fall asleep earlier. That's why our sleep latency we talked about earlier is so on like so quick because we do these habits like turn down the air, start the coffee the night before, and we'll do these certain things. So as soon as we hit the pillow, our bodies are already wound down and they're just like boom, sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I guess I can go into mine since I'm um, on the topic, but. Obviously, we turn the temperature down. We put the coffee on for the more, next morning, or you know, I lay things out. I work from home, so my preparation is very low. So I make sure to do my skincare, brush my teeth, do all the things girly wise, and then I lay down. I'm off my phone. I have all my apps turn off at 7 p.m. because we go to bed pretty early. So nothing work related is going to keep me up. I just plug my phone in, set my alarm for 5 a.m. And it's like on the floor. I don't even have it on the bed or somewhere where I can feel the vibration. And then I like to read. Um, watching TV does help for me, but I've been a big bookworm lately. So yeah. I just have my iPad in the bed and I have it on dark mode. I'll wear my blue light glasses, read until I'm about to pass out, and then it helps me fall asleep quicker. Yeah, for sure. And you know, mine's similar. You know, brush the teeth, you know, wind down a little bit, prepare for the next day, get get stuff situated for the morning, you know, lay some stuff out, prep a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I just like to lay down and put the phone away, you know, really try my best not to be on that. Like Christina was saying, put it off to the side um, or turn it off. I, I obviously use mine for my alarm, but again, it's, it's out of reach. I have to intentionally, you know, move, pick it up and get on it if I really want to. So that's, that's a huge piece that has helped me is just putting that aside, not stimulating the brain, not getting distracted and just really focusing on what I'm doing right then and there, which is trying to fall asleep. And, you know, CBD has been huge for us. I know we can, we're going to end up doing a whole entire podcast about CBD, but I know for, for me and for Chris, you know, what CBD does such a good job of is it helps you stay asleep. Um, that's been a huge thing that I've noticed over time is, you know, I was very, I had very disruptive sleep in the past, you know, where I'm waking up a bunch, a lot of you guys can probably relate. And what CBD does a good job of is helping you really stay asleep. And I've, and I've played around with tracking this on my whoop, you know, nights where I haven't had it versus I have versus the times that I have. And my disturbances throughout the night are much greater when I don't have the CBD involved in my nightly routine um, versus when I do. So it definitely plays a huge role. Again, we want to talk all about that in a separate episode, but definitely for any of you out there, I've recommended it to clients, you know, who are like, damn, you know, I just keep waking up a bunch of times in the middle of the night, or they feel like their quality of sleep isn't the best. The CBD will without a doubt help you with that. And like Christina said, just be mindful of broad spectrum versus full spectrum. Full spectrum does have small trace amounts of THC. Um, broad spectrum has zero THC. So definitely be mindful of that if you're someone who does take a drug test, for example, because there could be the chance that it does pop up. So um, definitely, definitely recommend CBD. Yeah, and something else you do really well with is setting out your like workout clothes for the next morning. So over time, that just slowly starts to tell your body like it's time to wind down. It also helps you with your morning routine. Yeah, so it all goes hand in hand. Your nighttime routine helps you with your morning routine and makes yeah. things easier mm -hmm. for the next day. Yep. So to wrap things up, just wanted to hone in on the point that just like nutrition, the most important factor here is consistency over time. Not every day is going to be perfect. We have, you know, we'll go out on one weekend and we'll have fun, but we get right back to it the next day. So what matters is that what you do most of the time is what leads to your results. So by focusing on getting proper sleep most nights per week, your recovery will definitely show you um, where you need to fix it. And a huge payoff is hopefully you took home the main point of today's podcast that it impacts every single area of your life. When you're less irritable, when you have a better mood, when you have better hunger levels, not only will you crush your fitness goals, but you'll also have better relationships because you're not a crazy irritable person. <laughs> so really just, you know, look at your life and see which areas, you know, if you listen to today's podcast and you heard some red flags that stuck out to you, 
for your life. Just look at the areas you can improve and just focus on getting closer and closer to seven hours and your body will thank you. Yeah, and this is something that you guys have complete control over. I think you know a lot of you out there do take your health and your fitness and your training seriously, or else you wouldn't really be listening to us. And so, a lot of you out there are searching for the next best thing. You know, what's the next best supplement? What's the next best you know thing I can do to to make to make me the best? And I'm telling you guys right now, all the things we just gave you indicates that sleep is that tool that's going to help you optimize literally every pillar of your life. And this is something that all of you can't control. You know, I know a lot of us like to use the excuse, oh, I don't have time or, you know, my work bleeds into my nighttime and things like that. You know, have that off switch. Start prioritizing this because you don't know until you know. And I'm telling you that if you guys prioritize this and you start practicing these things we're telling you, you are going to notice a drastic shift. I know now, you know, again, we're not perfect. We never want to come across that we're, you know, higher or mightier than anybody out there. We just definitely take pride in, you know, prioritizing our health, prioritizing the things that we know are going to give us a huge ROI. And this is one thing that will give you guys a massive, massive return on your investment. Um, I know, again, we live in that culture where we want instant results. We want instant satisfaction. But I'm telling you, give yourself a week, couple of weeks, a month of prioritizing this, giving seven plus hours and literally watch how it just impacts every area of your life because i'm telling you guys it has helped us it has changed the game for us you know personally and we know we help a lot of clients start to prioritize this aspect of their lives and we see the impact and the, and the effect that it has um on others not just ourselves so definitely definitely encouraging you guys to implement these things and just control what you can control at the end of the day because sleep is something that you all have control over and it can make the biggest difference all right, guys. Well, you know, thank you for tuning in once again. And we will make sure to have, you know, all the links and everything in our show notes. And definitely leave us a review and, you know, share your favorite episode with the people that follow you. You know, we want to spread the good word. Yeah, don't forget to tag Life Reward on Instagram now that we have a page to connect with all of you. We love seeing you guys from this past week tag us so we can see yeah. who's listening, which episodes were your favorite, even like the main clip that stuck out to you. We uh, doesn't go unnoticed, so we appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Keep being badasses and keep <laughs> leveling up. Get some sleep. <laughs> Peace out, guys. <laughs>